kiss you. You're beautiful. I want you to walk. We've had one year. year. I tried to say five years then. <laughs> We've had one year. <laughs> we have had one year. Hello and welcome to Tracks, Brighton's premier music podcast. My name is Tim. My name is Harry. And you are so welcome to our 50th episode and our one year anniversary. What a lovely bit of symmetry that this is all lined up. You couldn't write this stuff. You literally couldn't make out. I mean, it might be our 60 second release, but it's our 50th episode. And numbered. We're so delighted to be here with you. We've got a beautiful anniversary episode coming up for you. Haven't we, Harry? Yeah. There's a lot of things that are difficult about being a podcaster. Like, uh, it takes dedication, it takes hard work, it takes focus, and it takes a huge amount of love for what you're doing. But more than anything else, it takes having to recycle the same gag week in, week out, regardless of what's happening. And badly, usually. Yeah. So, what I really want to know is, for the 50th time, where are we going to see them, Harry? The flip side! Shall we begin? Let's begin. Alright, mate. Hello. How's it going? It's, uh, it's going pretty well. Another week? Another good week? Yeah, decent week. Good. Have you had a decent week? <laughs> yeah, it's been nice. I'm, uh... I'm adjusting to being 26, oh, feeling yeah. old, feeling my age. Feeling the same as 25, though. Bones are creaking a bit more in the morning. <laughs> I've decided that I want to live alone. That's an interesting new... Is, have you? Yeah, that's the kind of the only thing that I've really noticed uh, of being 26, that being around other people feels less appealing it, than it used to. <laughs> is it to save them from your, like, misery? or? Hey. I don't know. I'm a very cheery, sunny guy. You are, but I think I just, you just said you don't space. want to be around anyone forever. <laughs> so <laughs> no, I just feel like I need slash want. Yeah, I just I always thought like living alone sounded like one of the most sad and depressing things ever, and now I'm thinking, hang on, that would be bloody lovely, but minus the bachelorness, just the literally no one. Just a FIFA cave. This is horrible. <laughs> I don't know why you've decided on these things. Could you live alone? What do you think? I I mean, I might have mentioned similar things on the podcast before, but I can't be really around myself for too long. But that's the other thing, neither can I. You know this about yeah, me. Yeah, of course. Like, I, you know, I purposely sleep in the lounge when I was at uni just yeah. to be around people. Yeah. Or I always made my room the lounge so I could just go to bed and people could watch telly next to me. Yeah. And oh, I fam- sleep. Yeah, I famously go literally insane when I'm left on my own for too long. Yeah, you're like, hang on a minute, I haven't seen anyone in a day. Yeah. I need to go somewhere. Yeah, I, just, I lose the plot, but for some reason, maybe it's a self-sabotage thing that's kicking in. It's like, mm. <laughs> I know I'll go mad, so I'm going to move in a house on my own and just <laughs> go mental there. Uh, but oh, yeah, nice so that's... positivity. <laughs> <laughs> What a way to open up this lovely, massive episode. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, 
So unusually for us, we are uh, recording on a Saturday afternoon. This, I think, might be the first time we've ever recorded on a Saturday. No, we've, we've definitely recorded on a Saturday before, but it was late at night, so it was pretty much the same. The Jake episode. Uh, possibly. And maybe again, I remember recording upstairs late on a Saturday. So it almost okay. feels the same. Yeah. So it was, Okay, first Saturday daytime episode. Definitely. Maybe, I can't remember the last one we did in the day. What's the time? It's five, I mean, five we, o'clock. We have been here longer than that. We thought this was going to be like an early episode. We were planning to be absolutely wrapped up by now and in the pub. We wanted to get here at 12. <laughs> but I suppose uh, the reason why we're recording slightly later than planned, uh, I think, does that link up with your musical highlight of the week? It does. So let's let you take it away. A fantastic segue. Um... Okay, so... I'm just rolled, rolling around the studio <laughs> on a segue. <laughs> Fantastic segue over there. Um, yeah, so about two weeks ago, I wanted to talk about this guy as a highlight. Uh, his name is Cosmo Pike. He is a new up-and-coming musician. Sounds like a space fish. The Cosmo Pike. <laughs> yeah. um, so I've always said um, his music... Reminds me of, imagine, King Cruel, Mac DeMarco, Loyal Kana, all had like a, a kind of a sexy three-way. Ooh. But then one of them was a woman. Oh, which, which one? one would be the woman? I don't know. Um, I would say Mac DeMarco. No, he's so boorishly a man. Uh, <laughs> I would say King Cruel is the lady. He's definitely a man. I mean, they're all. Definitely I mean, they all. We can we can confirm exclusive <laughs> to you listeners. They He's are all got men. a penis. <laughs> uh, yeah, they are all men. Uh, yeah, no yeah, doubting I'm, it. I'm, I'm, I don't know. One of them has a vagina, and they give birth to Cosmo. Pike. Well, maybe it's like that. Do you remember that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where he had a baby for some reason? Is is that in the garden? No, twins. No. no. I don't know. I'm a Do you know when there, there was like a weird period in the 90s when him and Danny DeVito just couldn't stop making films together? <laughs> <laughs> and like, I, there's one where Arnold Schwarzenegger is pregnant. Oh! I feel like I, I've, I've not seen it. And I think there's a Simpsons episode which is like a joke of it as well, that Rainier Wolfcastle gets pregnant. Right. Do you know, it's amazing the amount of Simpsons, like, references and things you use. For somebody that doesn't <laughs> talk about them off the podcast ever, when it comes to recording, you suddenly... Did you see the Simpsons when... I think it's it's one of those weird things. I've talked about it before with me and song lyrics. Like, that is just something that sticks in my head and I can't, like, leave it behind. Like, have you ever played the game, like, the ball game, Seen It? Yeah. I am ridiculously ridiculously good at friends seen it like i haven't watched friends at all really for like five years really but i remember everything about friends you see i'm bad at trivia really because i'm i haven't got a brain that can just like yeah but generally speaking stuff. or like important things like i'll i'll like read an article and be like wow that was so interesting and i'll try and tell someone about it and i'm just like <laughs> <laughs> someone about um... oh, like, i'm not doing this justice at all <laughs> I'll just send you the article. Yeah. So I do that with most things, but yeah, like certain old TV shows I watched in like my teenage years, mm. uh, song lyrics, 
football results I've got a bit of it for like back I in the always, day. yeah I'm quite good with results and fixtures yeah and things like that and but like, scorers yeah so like certain things stick in my head um, and yeah apparently Simpsons references are one of them despite the fact that Fair yeah enough. I haven't watched it for years properly um, anyway yes <laughs> so I've been meaning to talk about this guy for ages I, I saw him I think just like going through YouTube and stuff looking for kind of unsigned artists and things like that and I saw this guy come along and I'm not 100% sure if he is signed at the moment, but he's just brought out an EP on, I think, the 20th of last month. What does EP stand for? P. EP. EP. Oh, was... <laughs> this is really annoying, because I literally looked them up. It's one of these things that I always... It's an uh, extended play, isn't it? Yeah, I think. And the other one's long play, I think. Yeah, I think. Because I I, I... I don't I, know that that's definitely true. I always that. look them up. Yeah. And I always forget them. <laughs> I've looked up what EP and LP stand for so many times. I just thought I'd try and catch you out. And it worked. Yeah, you did. Well done. Fucking twat. <laughs> um, okay, so he brought out a EP. <laughs> and uh, it's brilliant. Um, but leading on to why it linked on to last night is we went to see him yeah. at Sticky Mike's. Um, the frog bar, no less. The frog, the bar of frogs. Um, and I didn't know I was ever going to go and see him in such quick succession of finding him. Mm. It just so happened he's playing in Brighton like the week after I discovered him. Um, and people I knew seemed to know. My brother knew of him. You saw him in a, a, a an advert. I, I saw the poster for the gig. <laughs> I, I saw him in a Cosmo words. fish pond. <laughs> a Cosmo uh, bike pond. <laughs> now, I I saw the poster for the gig. Yeah. And I liked the hat he was wearing, and I thought, this and guy looks cool. what was that cool. again? Uh, it's hat. from an Adidas range that I really like, called yeah. Adidas Spezial. So I was in, having a wee in Sticky Mike's one evening. I've just made my thumb bleed quite a lot, by the way, listeners. I don't know How what's going on there. I don't know. I'm like picking at it. Oh, no, it's the worst bit as well. For listeners... Yeah. It's that bit. It always seems to happen when I was young. It doesn't really happen anymore. But when you look at your thumb, it's that little like corner. Yeah. Where you get like a little triangle of skin that just yeah. appears. Yeah, and then you just have to pick it off, and then it's just I, like. Oh, I haven't had one of them for ages, and I hate them. I'm still a little child, and I still pick my fingers to <laughs> it. It happened bleed. to me when I was small, but Tim's still doing it. I mean, this, we've been here how many hours? Two hours? Uh, yeah, around that. This is the second time I've made myself bleed since we got here because I also picked a scab off my face. Which, can you see? <laughs> I didn't notice it. Actually, um, no. no, it was bleeding when you first arrived, because I just really? pulled it off. You're yeah. probably just doing, like, covering your face the whole time. Hi, <laughs> hi. No, oh, hey. no, yeah, yeah. Fine. I'm good. I looked like I was being just like a little madam. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> hello, Harry. Come upstairs. <laughs> just really camp. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? We've got a um, podcast to do. Yeah, anyway, what was I saying? Oh, we had a nice hat on. Uh, there's, yeah, there's... I was having a wee, I saw the poster, and I thought, great hat, I wonder who he is, and then I'd listen, and I liked him, I was yeah. intrigued. I'm very intrigued, he's young, he's 18 years old, he's from London, I think he's going to be uh, something, he's like the loyal Karma of this year, like, we should point out though, because that, because that comparison, he's not rap, is he? He does rap a lot. Yeah, but not like... He's not no, really he's a not. Rapper. I mean, in the he's loyal Karma. Sorry, the loyal Karma in the terms of we first talked about it in oh, March yeah, yeah, last sorry. year, and now he's brought an album out. I believe this time next year he'll probably have like an album, and yeah. he'll be much more widely known. 
That's probably true. So that's what I meant by that. Um, yeah, and I think he's he's one to watch because first he's got age on his side, but secondly he's he's really like um, he's cool, isn't he? He's authentic as yeah. well. Like, let's be honest, he's cool. He's pretty cool. Yeah. So, what did you think of the gig? I thought the gig was cool. He, he like he played the songs as well as he should have done. Like I've seen a lot of people where the songs just a little bit weaker live or they're stronger, especially when it's a new band that often happens, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. And you know, it, it was it was um, it was a big crowd, but it was yeah, it was bustling in there. For, yeah, especially considering afterwards it was really empty, so a lot of people had literally turned up to see him and then gone. Yeah, exactly. Which is a good endorsement. Yeah. And I was actually surprised because I don't know. What do you think of the demographic of the crowd yesterday? A hipster. Yeah, very hipstery. Very, very hipstery to the point where uh, I'm regularly, mockingly called a hipster by people I know. Yeah, me too, all the time. And yeah. I felt like an absolute square. Yeah. Like we I, were just wearing like plain black stuff, and then these people walked in like all wearing like rainbow shoes and and the, like. Things it's a funny thing, listen, though, in England, um, we had a... Yeah, uh, I know what you're going to say. number of years of derogatory term for people who like to wear sportswear all the time, which was, you know, I think a chav. A chav, yeah. A chav. I think they know and like, it's not a very nice word, and it doesn't uh, affectionately refer to quite a large demographic, but that was what they were kind of known as. Mm. Um, and, yeah, like... Uh, trekkie bottoms, puffer jackets, all that kind of stuff. Very much chav wear. TN shoes. Yeah. Um, the hipsters of this day have started to dress as chavs, and mm. I'm not really sure why. I don't know why. They, they are of a certain age where it's... I think they're doing it ironically. I mean, that is the trademark of a hipster, to ensure that you never do anything that isn't ironic. Yeah. You yeah, must be exactly. ironic at all times. Yeah. Constant irony. <laughs> um, yeah, like I don't want to shit on anybody, but I definitely was hating on a few people there. I didn't like some of them. He says while well, sat in an Adidas jacket. <laughs> yeah, not me, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But then, like, we laughed when this, this these two girls in front of us. <laughs> one of them was just like, "You never catch me at a place like this." But suddenly, I'm backstage, <laughs> and we're like. There is no backstage. There is there is like a small hole to the side of the stage. We have been backstage, <laughs> and it is literally the rest. Of it's it. just this, yeah. and then like a stage next to yeah. it. It's, it's, it's like, nothing. It was just yeah. funny to hear. Um, but anyway, without slagging anyone off, Cosmo Pike is fantastic. Um, I'm gonna play Social Sites just because it's my favourite song. It's probably by far his biggest at the moment. Uh, followed by Chronic Sunshine but go and check him out he's really really good and he's one to watch for the future lovely stuff so Cosmo Pike with Social Sites there's nothing to do there's nothing to say this love sweet like tooth decay I spent it on that godforsaken Monday I took a brekkie at home and do what my mama say I'm sitting alone, sipping a latte Part eight, every single time I wake up A girl got me shit So there's Cosmo Pike Um, Tim, highlight please Highlight please Highlight please 
my highlight was another live uh, event. I feel like um, mm. it's quite a... This is what every, our highlights every week should be like. We should really make more of an effort to go to more gigs yeah. because um, this is feeling like a... <laughs> what a novelty. We both went to see a gig. <laughs> <laughs> I saw some music, actually. Yeah. Um, but I was uh, fortunate enough, as I often am, to be uh, invited to watch... Uh, hmm, how would you tee up this band, Harry? What would, if you had to describe them in three words without using their name? Uh, legendary. Legendary. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. German. But they're from Leeds. Isn't... The name of the person, like a German, no. like present. No, do you want to know? No, it's African, isn't it? It is. Uh, so the band are mostly Leeds fans. Yeah. And their favourite Leeds player at the time when they formed was Lucas Radebe. Do you remember Lucas Radebe? Was he from the Cardiff football team? Yeah, that's who they signed him from. And you've just given I've, away the name. I'm sorry, but I've always wondered if the, if the Kaiser Chiefs team had anything to do with the band. This is, this and exact, that's not on Google anyway. That is the reason they are called the Kaiser Chiefs. Wow. We went to see the Kaiser Chiefs. Um, but there is a German, isn't there? Isn't there a German guy called the Kaiser? Well, that just means like the the, the king, like leader, or the leader. Yeah. Right. I thought it was something along those lines. Yeah. I, th- okay. I think it, I think that's what it means. I mean, I only did a German GCSE. I don't know what Kaiser <laughs> means. <laughs> Geyser. <laughs> um, Geyser Slouten. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, a band I have been uh, fortunate enough to see many, many, many times. I was trying to work out um, how many, what number gig this was. And I'd... 108? I certainly think I'd got past 20 that I knew I'd been at. Yeah. Okay. But way more, probably. Anyway, uh, for reasons that may well become apparent at some point in the future of tracks, I'm fortunate enough to get to go and see this band a lot. And But it was the first time I'd been to see them in maybe a year. Maybe even a year and a half. I think probably longer. Even that I know of. Yeah. I don't okay. Yeah, maybe. Quite a long time. Actually, yeah. Uh, the last time I saw... I need the time and day. No, I I think you're right because the last time I saw them was on the tour immediately after their last album came out and that's probably two years. Um, so it was a real lovely treat to get to see them again and I'm always um, surprised and amazed when I see them that sometimes they're not kind of given the respect I think they deserve. I don't think so, no. They're... They played a pretty much a two-hour set. Mm. And every single song not only really stands up as being a great song, but is a household mm. name. Like, people know this stuff. The, the back catalogue of that band is unbelievable. Uh, and I do have biases. But I'm going well, let me let me start at the beginning of the night anyway, because I also want to talk a little bit about the sport acts, because I thought they were really good. Okay. Uh, the first one was a band called Howl who I'd never heard of before, um, but I really enjoyed. Uh, quite kind of... Um, sort of angular indie, if that makes sense. You know how the kind of... Think kind of maybe early hot chip or something like that, where it's like... Dang, dang, dang. Like yeah. the kind of things don't feel like particularly smooth and sort of... Bing, bing, bing. 
I, I, that's a rubbish impression, but you kind of know the thing I'm alluding to. Pingu or something. <laughs> yeah, Pingu. I mean, Pingu was the lead singer of Howl. Uh, they were really cool, really interesting, and I had not listened to them at all. I had no uh, preconceptions of what they would be like, but I was impressed. Uh, they did really let themselves down by, just before they played their last song, they howled. And if you called Howl... I wonder if that's become a thing that they didn't want. No, Maybe they, the manager's gone, you need to howl. You, you need, need to, to howl, howl more, guys. <laughs> You're called Howl. How's anyone going to know who you are if you don't do it? Um, <laughs> who is that? Howl! <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, so they did do that, and that was... Um, Hard to watch. Yeah, disappointing. Bad howls? It was a bad howl bit. <laughs> 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 Did that pun work? <laughs> no. Uh, the answer is no. Uh, and then Sprinking, who you played on the podcast previously. Yeah. Sprinking played. That was the first time I've seen them live. I've listened to them quite a lot over a few years now. Uh, one of, I believe, Manchester's finest exports of recent years. Really, really interesting. Largely because, and I'm going to ask you this, if you know this because you've listened to them obviously by now, You've played them on the podcast. Did you know their lead singer is their drummer? No. <laughs> only heard them... Memory man! I've only heard them, like, recorded and stuff. Yeah. I haven't seen anything to do with liveness. Really? But I also didn't know that about Whitney. They were kind of... In, yeah. But, like, there was four of them, sort of almost in a perfect line on the stage. You had a guitarist, then the drummer right in the middle then the bass player, and then another guitarist. Was he brought forward, the drummer as well? He was pretty far forward. Yeah. Um, all of them dressed in headstone black, which I liked. Uh, some nice t-shirts, some nice caps being rocked. Mm-hmm. One of them in particular had lovely hair. Lovely long hair. Like real surfery, blonde curly hair. Locked. What a guy he was. Uh, but they were really, really great. A number of songs that um, had not... That I'd enjoyed recorded, but hadn't like really caught me. You know when you go and see a gig and uh, you get out and you think I know that song and I want to hear it again, like as soon oh, yeah. as possible. And then you you love it way more than you did before you'd seen it live, even though it's exactly what you'd been listening to before. Uh, I've been listening to them loads since, and they were really really great. Um, I believe they're they've got a tour of their own. I think. They're doing the rest of this Kaiser Chiefs tour, and then they're going off on their own for a bit. Um, I really there'll be a few festivals. There'll be a festivals all over the place as well, and I really, really strongly advise people to go and check them out. I think uh, I haven't somebody you'll probably go and watch at Glastonbury if there's nothing else. Uh, someone I'll go and watch at Glastonbury even if there is someone else. I I really will seek them out again. I haven't seen okay. Fucking Prince has come back from the dead and he's playing. Are you gonna well, I'm going to go and see Dead Prince, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> but like a <laughs> <So> liar. <laughs> But, uh... <laughs> oh, I didn't actually go and see him, I chose to go and watch Assuming uh, dead people aren't performing, <laughs> I'll be there. Uh, yeah, they, were, they really were that good, and I've seen loads of bands in the middle of that who I really like. Um, but I, w- I was really genuinely impressed by them. And then, out came the main act, and uh, for people who aren't kind of familiar, I suppose not only with Kaiser Chiefs, but also with kind of British popular culture, lead singer of Kaiser Chiefs, Ricky Wilson, has become kind of a... A celebrity. Uh, a bit of a household name in the entertainment. Yeah, and there were plenty of mums in the audience to reflect how uh, popular he yeah. has become within a certain demographic. But Lots of voice fans. What was great, so uh, you've got obviously, it's at the Brighton Centre, which is a big conference hall. Yeah. Um, 
so the stage is huge. Um, but they started the gig in a tiny... They had, like, this box thing, which was, like, a tiny little stage, like a stage pretty much the size of sticky mics. Right. Uh, and the sort of the curtains fell off the front of it and had, like, spangly silver tassels at the back. And they played, like, the first three or four songs just in this tiny little space and, like, doing the kind of small band thing that they used to do. Um, That's cool. I've never heard of anything like that. Yeah. And then they started playing... So they played a couple of songs and then they played Take My Temperature, which is a song that they put out before their first album, one of the first songs I ever saw live. They play it every show, but normally it's right at the end, often in an encore. Um, But as they played that, uh, the big curtain on the whole stage came out and you saw the big set up and they kind of wheeled back the little stage into the big stage and they suddenly became this kind of huge arena act. It was kind of, I think it was very deliberate to saying the story of like, you know, Ricky might be this big superstar now and, you know, Cousy Juice might have attracted a different audience. they were just a little band like everybody else at one point. It's kind of told the story of what they were. Um, And that Ricky said something just before they sort of went into the big one. He said something about, like, it's really lovely to be back in Brighton. Uh, When we first played the Concord 2, it was a really special moment for us. Mm. And it's really special to be back here again, or something like that. And then kept on playing Take My Temperature, and then they went into this kind of big setup. And it was really... That's cool. It was really great. And then, yeah, they went into the full set and just smashed it. But in, like, in the way of a huge, huge bandwidth. And, you know... Like I say, I've got biases, but I think uh, I think they they're probably the best. You know, along with someone like Sabian, yeah, Arts and Monkeys are probably similar thing. But like, I think in terms of entertainment, I disagree fact, with you. In terms of entertainment they factor, they they're and they're selling records still. Like they, yeah. they, they would have they weren't this great, and they didn't yeah. still didn't have a big following. They wouldn't be able to firstly sell out these kind yeah. of shows and also they sold out the Bryant Centre it was almost 10 years to the day since Ruby was number one so to still be doing it I remember the video to that as well yeah. and like when, just when it came out and how big it was yeah like they're, they're a huge band and I think they deserve credit for not only their longevity but also their catalogue and the fact that they're entertainers and I think there's not many bands out there that can do what they do um, so like I say what are you going to play? I'm going to play Take My Temperature because okay. that was kind of, for me, the really defining moment. Of Do you think this is one I haven't heard as well? Quite possibly, um, because like I say, it didn't even make it on employment, their debut album. Um, it out as a single or something? It's on, there's a, there's a Japanese version of the first album, yeah. which it's on. Like a bonus bit or something? No, it's just in the set list. I don't know why there's a Japanese version, but there is. Um, But otherwise, it's just kind of floated around in England and they play it every show. Um, So if if you haven't seen them... I don't think I would have ever heard this then. Uh, So, yeah. It was kind of the defining moment of the set for me and one that really told the story of the Kaiser Chiefs. So, yeah. Whether people want to joke about them or not, I think they're a fantastic band and I'm really excited to, for the first time on tracks, play the Kaiser Chiefs with... Not the Kaiser Chiefs, though, because they're just Kaiser Chiefs. Uh, (laughs) But I'm going to play Take My Temperature. Take a look at your eyes, they're bloody mental. Swell to the size of the Lincoln Continental. A bag of dust and a pack of ugly menthol. 
you have it. It's uh, the best band in the world ever. <laughs> Take my temperature. <laughs> um, so, whilst the celebratory mood just keeps building and building and building in the studio, uh, we're just going to compose ourselves because today feels a little bit important for us, does it? It might feel a little bit important, yeah. Yeah, we're going to spend the next 20 seconds uh, patting each other on the back <laughs> <laughs> while you listen to a little bit of music, and we'll be back in a second. I love her. Will that love be strong When old feelings start to stir Where do we go from here? <laughs> no one knows, apart from Into, the bulk of the episode. And what an amazing moment this feels like. Oh, man. When we started out, did you see us getting to number 50? I didn't five see us. Zero. I honestly can tell you I didn't see us getting really past 10. These are wild moments. Yeah. I know we've celebrated virtually every block of ten, but like... Basically every block of like five or three. <laughs> but listeners, we're going to let you in on something. Not only is uh, this our 50th episode, which is obviously a bit of a milestone, although technically speaking it's our 61st release, yeah. so uh, that takes the shine off it a little bit. Yeah. Um, so listeners, this episode is coming out on our one year anniversary, that's why it's here on a Wednesday. You're thinking... What are you lot playing at? Mm. I know Harry's got a new job, and uh, but still, I need my episodes every Tuesday, and we're sorry to mess around, but we wanted to mark our one-year anniversary uh, properly with an episode. Mm. March we're the here. 8th. And I'm bloody, bloody happy, delighted, and proud at the fact that we have come this far. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? It does feel weird. Like, Although I feel... More comfortable now than I ever have. Yeah. 2017 has already been our year. It has, and it is yet to be more and more exciting. Numbers are up. Weeks we go in. Episode quality is up. Uh, The feedback I'm getting uh, when I walk around town is much better. People are genuinely enjoying it now. Yeah, and just when we listen as well. Before, people fucking hate it, but they're (laughs) listening anyway. The length of it has gone up. Yeah, I mean, that has happened, because we've talked a lot more nonsense. Because we found out we're funny. (laughs) Sort of. We're weird. I mean, we can say that much. Yeah. Funny, yeah. Yeah. But, um, 50 episodes. One year. It's a big thing, and we're going to celebrate it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we're going to celebrate it by really focusing in on what is important. And I know we spend a lot of time talking about you listeners and how much you guys mean to us but what's really important here is me and Harry we are the most important people in the world probably uh, and probably the, yeah. as the year has gone on the romance has blossomed within this room and this is our one year anniversary yeah and what do you do on your one year anniversary you go, go at it all night long yeah. <laughs> which we're gonna do after the episode <laughs> 
But for the time being, we are going to... Uh, well, we were going to exchange gifts, but uh, Harry didn't buy me one yet, and I left his at home. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's coming next week. Spoiler yeah. alert. Um, next week, we're going to exchange gifts, potentially. Although, I do have a little thing for you, Tim. You have a little thing for me? I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what have you got for me, Harry? Oh! A, little, a little bag. <gasps> God, this is like proper. Yeah. So, listeners, it's, I mean, it's not the most subtle uh, gift bag I've ever seen. No, it's, it's got, got a, the item on the outside. It's got, <laughs> it's got a picture of a big bottle. <laughs> and it's a bottle of champers, Prosecco no less. <laughs> selected by the co-op. <laughs> I mean, not only is it exactly what we needed, we're going to pop a cork on the pop. Can we actually open on the pop? Yeah. We a... No, we're popping oh, this. Yeah. No, we're popping it for sure. But it's, it's also from... Uh, a Northern England socialist institution come up. <laughs> <Lovely. laughs> All of my favourite things rolled into one. <laughs> On the way to recording the episode, uh, Tim said, I need to get a, a little bottle of something to celebrate. And I couldn't quite let on that I had bought one. I didn't think you were going to get a full bottle, though. I mean... This is exciting. What? I didn't know you can get smaller ones. I don't know, Lizzie has them sometimes in pubs, like little bottles of stuff. Wow. Exciting. You need to run and get a glass. I'm- Oh, I should probably have this fresh one as well, because there's beer in that one. Oh, that one's a perfect Prosecco glass. <laughs> You've got, got like two slightly odd-shaped glasses. <laughs> right. Are you ready, listeners? Or do you want to get a glass first? Let's cut pause. here. We're <laughs> <laughs> all Phil while Harry goes. Um, no, it's okay. Oh, no. Oh, the cork's like trying to force its way out. This is Just terrifying. Oh, I'm holding it on, Harry. Quick! Run! Literally, quick! Ah! ah, it doesn't want to stay on anymore. Ah! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. That was terrifying. It was like slowly coming out. I don't I want did. you to miss the magic moment. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> um, the thing is, I don't know whether I'm going to keep that whole part in the podcast. I think that should stay. <laughs> yeah. It was great. It, I it, got two mugs as well, just so we could have equal. equal I mean, work. we're a pair of mugs, so yeah, it's the perfect thing. Do you want to get it in the mic a bit? I mean, you can't really. But <laughs> listen to this, listeners. This is us pouring. <laughs> oh, it's fizzy. It's fizzy f. I think we invite anybody who is a listener of the show. If you have, you know, a container of some sort, maybe you have some kind of poison that you yeah. enjoy. Not real poison. Poison. Rat poison. We would like you to join us in a Trax Year Done drink. I think one of the uh, exciting things about this is it shows um, how much during a year we have matured as human beings because uh, early days... I've got a bit more than you. I need to top that one up. Um, Early days, the idea of sharing a mug of Prosecco... (laughs) Was a long way off. I mean, we were the cheapest vodka you could possibly buy. Yeah. Shotting it neat. So, look at us now. Also, it makes you think how much alcohol we've consumed in doing this Unbelievable podcast. amounts. I mean, my self-esteem has grown. My, uh, lots of things have grown during this time. Here but one go. thing, yeah. But one thing that has deteriorated rapidly is the condition of my liver. <laughs> and, and I have tracks to thank for it. And general health. So, here's a cheers to... To the one next. year and to the next year. Yeah, exactly. year. To an even better year. What a lovely clink that was. Did you hear that, listeners? <laughs> we clink. <laughs>
Mm. Still a slightly horrible drink. <laughs> it's still Prosecco. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can tell you, listeners, that was wine. This is, this is, this is, I'm not very good at drinking wine, so I apologise for the rest of the episode. I get really drunk on wine. Is this the first time we've ever drunk wine on the podcast? I think we've had a, a few varieties of drink, but wine. We have. We've had. Um, do you remember you brought out a little bottle of something for I think Ben's episode? There was a little tiny bottle of. It might have just been whiskey or something. <laughs> yeah, I did crack open a tiny yeah. bottle of whiskey, that was. And when I say tiny, I mean, like, mouse size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it might be the first one, yeah. Certainly That's the fine. first Prosecco. Look at us. I mean, our progression into being a gay couple is complete by <laughs> drinking Prosecco together. <laughs> In mugs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, We've still got to keep it real. Uh, so what are we doing for an episode to... So thank you so much, by the way. I, right. I don't know if I said that already, but thank you. That's very uh, touching. Yeah, I thought it would be a nice little occasion. Yeah. It is a nice little occasion. I am, uh, yeah, I'm so proud of us. Me too. Lovely thing. Uh, so, what are we going to do to mark this episode? Well, uh, we've got to know each other quite well over the last year, and mm. listeners now, you here are just uh, seamless, natural banter. You might not know that me and Harry have known each other for many, many years, but... Prior to the start of tracks, I'd probably never really spent any time just us two. I probably don't think ever. ever. No. I vaguely remember um, when you were coming round to my old flat for like our first like just vague planning meeting. Mm. And being like a bit nervous about it. Like, oh, is this going to be weird? I don't know. Like, yeah. Is it going to go well? Is it going to be odd? Because people know the story, don't they, of how we came up with the idea. I'm sure that the... The conceivement of uh, tracks. Possibly, although I reckon if we have told it on the podcast, we told it early doors and, um, mm. you know, we've gained a lot of listeners since then and I don't know if everyone's gone back through the catalogue, so if you want to... I mean, okay, well... You told it in an interview recently, so... I did. <laughs> that was fun. I got the job, so it's a great story. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was one Halloween night. It was, I get, what, 2015? Halloween 2015. Yeah. What were you dressed up as? I was, well, I didn't know what to do until the very last minute. I think you came round early with, like, Jake, and a few people came round, didn't they? And I just had, like, a little bottle of blood that was somebody else's, so yeah. I stuck in a Hawaiian shirt, threw some blood on my face, and went as a Hawaiian zombie. Yep. Well, no, as a holidaymaker zombie. Yeah. And mine was so some much more well-conceived, because <laughs> I was a French zombie. <laughs> you had a stripy shirt. I had a stripy shirt, a red little neckerchief, yeah. and a beret. Yeah, it was it was very French. Yeah, I <laughs> it was, was more like um, what's it, a mime zombie or something. Yeah, I didn't have white gloves though. No, I mean, that would have been great. Um, but we were in a park at I think around f- between five and six a.m. Or yeah, at least so, we were there until yeah. six a.m. So we went to like a house party, didn't we? Yeah. Um, our dear friend Louis, uh, shout out Louis, hosted a house party, um, and then yeah, we moved on to a park. The reasons I can't quite remember, because it's not... We all got kicked out, didn't we? Like, his mum, basically, or his parents had said, right, yes. that's enough time. Yes, and uh, then the reason we ended up in this particular park, because it's a weird park, people... You're not from the area, most of you listeners, so you won't really know, but it's it's not really a park, is it? It's kind of a green it's in a the green middle of a residential estate yeah. where the buses go past. But it was because, another shout-out, Elliot Trot 
said he was going to have an after party, didn't he? So we like yeah. toddled on down, and he's like, "Actually, no, I'm not." Yeah, and me and you couldn't bear but the idea of going home went at that point. Somewhere, didn't they? Home, like normal. Did they go home? <laughs> yeah, everyone went home like normal people. Oh. And we were like, no. I thought they all we had went massive to town bottles or of beer. Yeah, we bought like. Did we? Bu- no, we must have just had them. We'd have these yeah. big bottles of beer. And I think you had like a bag that we had. The beer. We, just, we found a bench. Just sat in the middle of a park on a And bench. then we just had a heart to heart for about three and a half hours. Yeah. Or maybe longer. And I don't know if before that moment I knew that uh, anyone shared my love of podcasts that I knew. Mm. Like, uh, I'd got a couple of people to listen to. One of our absolute heroes, uh, Jake and Amir's If I Were You. Yeah. Um, and a few people I knew were kind of enjoying that, but not really into it. But generally, I didn't really know anyone who was like a proper podcast fan. Who listened and, to like lots of different types and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And we had a bit of a like heart to heart about that. It Talked was about bond- all the different things we listened to. It was a to. bonding subject. It was. It was beautiful. But we officially didn't know we were going to make a podcast, did we? That was actually later down the line. I think we kind of floated the idea vaguely. I certainly know that there I was... I think I twisted your arm into a YouTube channel because... Yeah. Back in the day, I was thinking, you can make more money in a YouTube yeah, I mean, channel. We, still, we are still after the cash. I mean, don't forget <laughs> this, listeners. We want cash. <laughs> we want cash money. <laughs> yes. um, but So we filmed like the first seven episodes, and then just down the line, as we were kind of going through it, we realised, you know what? Because you'd always thought the podcast would be a better idea, didn't you? But I, I mean, we both realised we were shit in front of camera firstly and we kind of we weren't very good at talking in front we yeah. couldn't do this we would be way too like yeah although conscious be, of the camera being well, having there. said that it would be interesting to know now what a filmed episode would look like and feel like without us facing the camera to talk yeah. to it yeah definitely i think we could have cameras on now and it'd be fine and yeah. ones that could film longer than half an hour yeah <laughs> yeah we don't need part. that stress um but if we ever get into our uh studio which has had many, many uh, setbacks in uh, its construction. But there is a, a new Trax HQ that is going to be potentially... It's being built. ...erected at some point. Uh, we might be in there. We might film it then. Yeah. That might be a thing. That's been something we've talked about for many, many months. Yeah, many moons. Many moons. <laughs> um, so that was the birth, but yeah, pretty much. I remember of... that I had a note on my phone. I wonder if it's still there. I really, really? hope it is. Our, I think I've like, had a new phone since. I've still, I've still got the same phone for sure, and I always back up and carry things over anyway. Okay. So, right, uh, we're going back to when's Halloween? I'd never know when Halloween is. So October thirtieth, October twenty fifteen, twenty fifteen. Right, let's see. And what exactly are you looking for? I on that drunken night made yes. some notes of like ideas, yeah, for a podcast. <laughs> Here. It's going to be such an anticlimax if it's not here. Yeah, I know. I do slightly remember you making the notes. And then our first note-making session at your house, which was quite... Big old whiteboard. Big, massive whiteboard with, like, podcast and YouTube channel written on it. Yeah. <laughs> After, like, five hours so of drinking. <laughs> so vague. It's not here. But I think our first idea was um, to talk about a just American things yeah we wanted to like so eat american stuff or yeah something? that that i think that was the majority of the note it was like each week we eat something e.g beef jerky yeah. and say if it's good <laughs> <laughs> which is a bad idea because every youtube channel does that and also 
And we then they have other stuff to talk now about. Now we have a podcast. We realise that we get a lot of American listeners. And they know if Beef, jer- <laughs> beef Jerky's good. They don't need to know if Englishman likes it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you'd be surprised what people want. Yeah, I mean, absolute garbage. <laughs> but, um, yeah. It was it was a great session. We had many great sessions. And as I was saying, uh, when we started out, we were... We were acquaintances. Yeah. Now. We knew each other. I mean, I would have called. I would call you a friend at that stage, but yeah, we had never hung out just us two, and now look at us. With bloody eighty, ninety hours later. <laughs> Way more than that. Yeah, I've just realised <laughs> it's not an hour for every podcast. I mean, that's, it's like that's just Great Escape last year, where we spent like ninety hours consecutively with each other. It's like. Eight nine hundred hours of just being. I mean, I'm not going to do the maths around it. It's billions of hours. <laughs> it's a lot longer than it ever was. Yeah, um, yeah it's been. Yeah, uh, it's beautiful. The romance has just continued to blossom and blossom. We have grown closer and closer. There's been uh, there's been laughs. There's been tears. There have been everything in between. We've had uh, highs, lows. More lows, breakdowns. <laughs> Quite a few lows and breakdowns. I feel like at the beginning we had more long conversations about how... Yeah, because we got um, more pissed. No, I, I think this is a thing that we should maybe think about. At the beginning, within the first six months, we probably had longer conversations later on after the podcast was done about pretty much how yeah. shit things are sometimes. Yeah, I feel like we do that a lot less now. Yeah, I know, because we always... Things are getting better, in a way. Yeah, I think that's true, and also we've just got places to be now. Yeah. Like, the start, the beginning of the podcast, like, uh, I was just entering the world of self-employment, so a lot of my days were still quite empty. I hadn't really filled that diary, mm. and you were still doing part-time work in retail, so, like, we didn't really have anywhere to be the next day. We were just kind of... Yeah. Let's stay up till four. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes you used to be like... On a Tuesday. It's going to be a late one or something. But like, it's all right, I've got time. Yeah. I can do that. Uh, yeah. I'll walk home tomorrow morning at nine. <laughs> we'd just fine. wander, we'd get over like ten, I'd be like, Harry, let's get out. <laughs> and then we'd wander to up leave. to Tesco's, buy a <laughs> tropical Brazilian Lucas Aid, and be like, ah, <laughs> see you tomorrow. Things have changed slightly. Yeah, I know. We're respectable citizens now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, we could literally uh, sit here and talk about the experience of doing tracks and uh, what it's done for us. And I think one day, actually, that would be a really, um, yeah, a really lovely episode to do. There's a, a little side one. There's a podcast I really like called The Introvert Entrepreneur. Yeah, uh, where they go and talk to people who have done like successful things but are quite introverted and actually quite shy. And there was an episode where they went to like a podcast convention and talked to a load of people who are. Like, uh, not naturally gregarious and outgoing and kind of, um, talks about how podcasting had really helped all these people. And it'd be lovely if we did that one time because I think it has helped both of us as people over the last year. Oh, big um, time. But that is not what this episode is. This episode is an episode of tracks yeah. and music is a necessity in that. So we're going to put to use, uh, the knowledge we've built of each other over the last year and each other's music taste. And we're going to hopefully pick three songs for each other that the other won't have heard of, but we feel they will love. These are gifts to each other. Yeah. And I have said before, 
I still feel like you're going to know these things. I, uh, but they, who knows? Out of my three, yeah. I've got two that I think you might know and one that I'm not sure you'll like. <laughs> <laughs> so you haven't really done the job. Well, I've tried my best, but we'll see if you know them. I mean, I've never heard you talk about any of these mm. people. It's maybe a much more of a difficult task than it sounds. It really is. Mm. Especially when you consider that we both woke up with hangovers this morning and hadn't picked songs. So we've had limited time. (laughs) And then we've had about two hours. (laughs) So, uh, who wants to go first? Um, I don't mind going first. You go first. Okay. So, Can I just say, by the way, I think I'm really easy. Just find some surfer indie rock. I mean, maybe I've done that. (laughs) Uh, but actually, the first song I'm going for is a guy that it sounds like he's probably a legend, and I might have egg on my face uh, very, very shortly. Uh, but you recently said in the past that you want to look more into old school kind of hip hop rap. What, yeah, it was one of my New Year's resolutions. Right. Have so, you picked Dr. Dre? <laughs> no, don't be daft. His name is Ice Cube, and... Never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going for Big Daddy Kane. Is it? Is it Harry Kane's dad? No, but I'm so glad you don't know him. I don't know Big Daddy Kane. You see, I think he's, he's probably a bit of a, a hip-hop legend, okay? I don't know him either. But I was talking to somebody at work the other day, and he was asking me kind of music tastes and stuff. And he said, oh, he's going to see Big Daddy Kane tonight. He's about like 50 or 60, but he's still got it. 50 or 60? Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's from, you know... Yeah. Well, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be so surprised because, like, Jay-Z's like 50, isn't he? Exactly. So, I suppose 10 years older than Jay-Z is kind of... That, that's very... <laughs> I do not like this drink. <laughs> I'm not a Prosecco. Prosecco is not fan. going down well, guys. Um, right, so there is a song called Smooth Operator, and I thought... I'm smooth sh- yeah, it's not smooth that. Operator. I thought, okay... And it has like uh, a million downloads, and I thought, surely if it's that, then it would be more than just a million. Yeah. Uh, the song I'm going to play you is Ain't No Half-Stepping. Ain't No Half-Stepping. Yeah. Okay. I don't know it. Success no. on that front. It is success, but now you have to like it. Yeah. So I think something we probably might do in many all of these is maybe play it first. Yeah. See if we like it. I think that's going to be a necessity for it all. Yeah, yeah. Unless uh, so, there's one way it's just like, yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I'm just going to play it. Time to set it straight, you know what I'm saying? And there ain't no half stepping. Whoa, I'm ready. Fat was stepping to me. They want to get some. But I'm the cane, so yo, you know the outcome. Another victory. They can't get with me. So pick a PC date, because you are history. I'm the authentic poet to get lyrical. For you to beat me, it's going to take a miracle. And step into me. Yo, that's a wrong move. So what you on, Hobbs? Dope a dog food. Competition. I just devour. Like a pit bull against a chihuahua. So, what do you think? I really liked it. It was uh, that kind of... I don't know if it is early 90s, but that kind of... what I, I said 88. Okay, so that kind of, yeah. Late 80s, early 90s, what I associate is the kind of uh, hip-hop delivery from that. It seems to have like a lot more uptones than most rapping now. Yeah. It's like, um, I can't really think how to describe it, but like, there's more kind of... I don't know, just happiness in the voice, I think. It's not like the... Oh, yeah, it's all good. Oh, <laughs> It's like... 
I, yeah, there's like a bounce to it that I really love. Yeah, beat was cool, an simple. And, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. I really, really enjoyed it. Have you listened to kind of stuff like this recently? Even though you've you've said that's what you want to do, because I don't think I followed through massively on what I've said. I can't even remember what I said. Uh, I I actually uh, I sent you some old hip hop that I'd been listening to yesterday, uh, which was a big tracks throwback. Uh, oh. Because oh, yeah. people who remember the Jake episode where uh, he famously called Mr. Blobby Mr. Real, and me and Harry still find that absolutely hilarious. Uh, I was listening to King Real, and I said, uh, sent Harry a picture and said, I'm listening to Mr. Blobby's dad. <laughs> uh, and uh, that, great. That, that is old school hip-hop, so I am doing it more, yeah. And I really love it every time I do, but it's still... Um, you know when you kind of go on autopilot a little bit when you put your headphones in it's just like I just need to listen to something yeah and uh, you kind of just lose any perception of well that's that's a stupid way of saying it you don't do that at all uh, I was going to say you lose any perception of what you're putting on but you kind of just uh, immediately gravitate to the things that you normally listen to I know yeah I know exactly um, what you mean it's like oh this is what I listen to on my walk to work every morning so I'm just going to listen to this again yeah <laughs> <For the laughs> I would do that every morning for I, the millionth day for for the train I have kind of got an excuse kind of got an excuse kind of but on the tube I listen to Frank Ocean's Endless it, my excuse is that I that's the only one I have un, like saved onto my phone have you got quite good uh, noise blocking headphones then Oh, very good. They, they, like, block out everything because... They block out so much that I didn't hear that my train had split and I was on the wrong side of it. Oh, yeah, you went to... Uh, where did you say you went to? Pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> I texted you and said, oh, I got on the wrong train to Pumpkin. <laughs> I meant Plumpton, but, uh, yeah, I was on Pumpkin. Um, so you yeah, had gone to a fairy tale land. I basically can't hear anything outside yeah, of these. that's great, because, like, the only reason I ask is because my experience of tube journeys is... Like, especially when I'd be listening to podcasts, most of the time I would just pause it until I got off because I was like, I can't hear anything, this is so really? annoying. And then you'd be listening to something as mellow as... Not mellow, mellow's the wrong word. But, like, as... It's not screaming at you, basically, Frank yeah. Ocean. So, like, you need to actually be able to hear it. Oh, no, yeah, it's been yeah. perfect. It's it's kind of calmed me down, especially yeah. in the earlier days. Yeah, um, the earlier days of your two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say earlier weeks. I've realised <laughs> I've only had two... Um, so yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. But yeah, so I, when I uh, step out of that, I really, really enjoy it. And when I go and just find some, I was going, well, there's amazing, there's loads of amazing playlists and stuff on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I go and listen to them, I, I just love it, but it's just about breaking a habit, which is always a bit of a difficult thing to do. But yeah, cool. I really enjoyed that. So first one is, it's a success. Up. It has ticked both the boxes. I didn't know it and I did like it. So, thank you for my first gift. That's okay. So, my first pick, I'm going to stay in the same uh, ballpark that you've gone in. I'm going to stay hip-hop. 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 Carry on. Exactly. But I'm going modern. Good. I'm going for a 20-year-old that I'm hoping you haven't heard of, but I feel like there's a chance you might have. early kind of hip-hop, or new kind of hip-hop, sorry. They are not the same thing. Early no. hip hop and new. I hip-hop. said, "Oh, sorry, no." Oh, oh okay, yeah, because I haven't got you any early hip hop. I'm really sorry. No, that's fine. Okay, so the name is Kevin. Mm. Do you know a Kevin? Don't think so. Kevin Abstract. Nope. Way. 
It's a little bit exciting. Abstract, yeah, it is a little bit abstract name. Funny. Um, so, hang on. Hang on. The amount of things I have to cut out when it's you going, hang on. <laughs> oh, you do it too. Oh, yeah. But you don't say hang on. I just want, I just want to know you going, oh, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> so, yeah, he is a 20-year-old repsmith from, uh, originally from Texas, I believe, somewhere called Corpus Christi that I've never heard of. Have you heard of Corpus Christi? It's, uh, it's one of those ones where you hear and you think you know the name, but yeah. you, yeah. well, it's somewhere in Texas anyway. But he, although he's now based in LA, like everyone else, yeah. Um, <laughs> Twenty, by the way, means you're born in 1996. What the fuck? Which makes no sense. To that me. is mad. Uh, but his real name is Ian Simpson, and he goes by the name Kevin Abstract. That's quite a cool like, choice. Why would you go with Kevin if your name's Ian? That's what I mean. Ian <laughs> Abstract. He's, he's gone better. completely sideways yeah. instead of up. Ian like, Abstract. No, what is it? Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Abstract. <laughs> What's his real name? Ian Simpson. Ian Simpson is probably better. Then again, no one likes their name. Uh, so he came up on there, uh, and he's put out a few different things. I think he's had like uh, two or three EPs and stuff like that. But the song I'm actually going to play for you as your first gift is a bit confusing because I don't really know I know it's Kevin Abstract I know he's the one rapping on it uh, I don't really know what the name of the song is yeah what's he titled it and I think it might be an edit by someone else right but go and listen to Kevin Abstract anyway because there's loads of he's got loads of songs on Spotify and things that you'll really really like it's absolutely the kind of stuff you're into but this particular one, I like it because it's got a bit of a Frank Ocean vibe to it as well. To go with some chance, which I just think is like totally... There's a vocal at the beginning which isn't isn't of the standard of Frank Ocean, but it's of the style of Frank Ocean in a good way. Uh, and then it goes into this really cool beat, really chilled, and this like awesome delivery. Uh, it, I think it's an edit by someone called Guru Nabil. And he has titled, it's on his SoundCloud from two months ago, and it's titled as Kevin Abstract, colon, tear four, two, six, twenty-five, sixteen, edit. He's a Kendrick Lamar, untitled kind of title. Kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, it's very catchy title and one you won't forget rapidly listeners I know you won't I've literally forgotten it <laughs> I've forgotten it I'm looking at it and I've forgotten it <laughs> but uh, we're gonna do we're gonna do what we did last time I'm gonna plug you in you're gonna listen to it and then we're gonna see if I've hit the mark or not okay and here before we do that actually uh, on like uh, Christmas and birthdays and stuff if you get a present you don't like do you say so or not no no so if you don't like this are you gonna say so or not no. <laughs> no, you should say. Yeah, no. You absolutely should say. I definitely will. Especially in recent weeks, you've got quite uh, opinionated in your not liking the things that I think. Oh, I'm always opinionated, mate. <laughs> yeah, but when I listen back to the last few episodes, it's like, <laughs> shit. <laughs> don't know why you picked that. Uh, <laughs> I don't like this guy. What's his name? <laughs> Justin Bieber. He's shit writing stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, right. Let's give uh, Guru Nabil and Kevin Abstract a little... Spinny spin spin. And Gucci slippers, shining like the 
diamonds on my shirt I love leaving this bubble As the trees turn to people And concrete buildings My maid is just as broken as me She fucks up everything that I claim My dad owns a business Well I got a business of my own All these homes are dresses clones Ain't a scale for my soul I only sell because I'm bored So that was Kevin Abstract With a song that we don't know the name of What did you think? I very much enjoyed it actually Did you? Are you yeah, being I'm honest? Literally, I've said literally too many times I am very much telling the truth I thought there was um, A lot of different elements to that That I enjoyed I can see why you, you kind of think the Frank Ocean elements in there there's also a little bit of Tyler and there's a little bit of um, Earl Sweatshirt in, in the kind of delivery yep. at the beginning um, when it kind of kicks in uh, that stuff is just like smooth and like, I, I learned this recently in kind of I've been listening to a lot of submissions from people so I've heard a lot of bad music and great music and all kinds of things Yeah, and there was one piano piece that I heard recently from a composer and I thought, yeah, this is okay. It's probably enough to to get taken in. Yeah. But, you know, there's something missing. And then I listened to a, a very similar one, but it was much more full and they were slightly more elegant and better at writing the music okay. and playing the instrument. And it was a very similar kind of track but the way it was done was way more like fulfilling when once you've heard it, and that's kind of what I get from this is that there's there's no spaces left open. Like okay, it's very there was kind of a lot to go on. Yeah, and that might be the best description I've ever said of anything. Definitely for the whole year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is what you got coming in year two, listeners. No, you've never got it coming from me again. No, I I kind I get what you're saying in that. Um, Sometimes, I think especially with music, because it's so, like, taste-driven, it's harder to know what's done right than it is to know what's done wrong, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, sometimes you can hear a song and be like, this is too sparse. Yeah. And then you can hear a song which is equally as sparse, but you think it's just enough. And it's like, I don't really know why one was right and one was wrong, but I just kind of feel that... It was. Yeah, I know you mean. So I think... But you're going to have to definitely remind me of... Well, when I go to edit, I'll remember and write it down. But uh, no, I very much enjoyed that. Yeah. And he... So uh, I I said earlier that he had EPs out, but that's not technically true from... Just different... No, re-clicking on his Spotify, there's an album called American Boyfriend, A Suburban Love Story... Which I've listened to a number of songs of this. There's uh, uh, what I was originally going to play for you was a song called uh, "American Boyfriend," which I really, really love. Uh, and is that... he big? Is he got small? Da- I want to so... know if he signs Tim. <laughs> I want to know if I can sign him. So <laughs> that song I was going to play to you is number three on his Spotify top five, and it's got uh, two hundred fifty-seven thousand plays. Okay. So not big, not tiny. He's got two songs that have broken a million, but only just. Okay. So, reasonable size. Um, but yeah, I didn't actually realise, when I, I was going through kind of random tracks that I found on SoundCloud or whatever else, and that's where 
you know why I picked that particular one to play for you but I didn't realise this was a whole album uh, it's got 16 tracks on it although a couple of them are kind of like you've got 109 you've got uh, 29 seconds 23 seconds on there so maybe some skits and things. yeah exactly but I think a really interesting artist and I like the kind of introspection I think the bit that we just listened to they were maybe a bit more honest than a lot of rap like yeah. I think there's a kind of new era of people coming through where it's not all kind of bravado and front it's kind of uh, looking inwardly a bit the Morrissey of the rap world mm. <laughs> uh, yeah well I'm bloody delighted so, that yeah. so far we have both uh, won free throw we're both, and one basket yeah we're both happy on tracks Christmas the yeah. presents have opened and we're we're, yeah. we're we're playing with our toys yeah um, that means it's my go. So, so I have three bands okay. left, okay, to offer you. And the reason why I've done that is because this next one I have for you, I think you might know them. Okay. And if you do, then I'm going to move on to the next one. Lovely. Okay. Do is there a potential that if I don't know any of them, I still get the third one at some point? I'll mention who they are to see. Or maybe we go out on them. Maybe that's the final one. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I'm just excited to know who they are. I'll definitely let you know. Yeah. So, the band that I'm going for is number two is... Cabbage. Cabbage. I know Cabbage, yeah. Okay. I do know Cabbage, and I'm a big fan. They're great. Uh, It's funny, because as you said that, I suddenly had a revelation. At the beginning of this, I said, I think I'm easy to pick for. And I suddenly thought, actually, I'm not, because I've got quite a prescriptive and obvious music taste, if that makes sense. So that I definitely I know and you know exactly the kind of things that I'm into. And yeah. because I'm constantly searching for it, I've probably found a lot of it, if that makes sense. Yeah. Whereas you're, you're way more diverse in what you're searching for. Yeah, I do. I'm just looking for surfery indie rock. Yeah, which luckily the last two I have, I get that. <laughs> um, I think I might be a little bit more difficult in that sometimes I go months listening to a certain type of music yeah. and then, then I won't listen to that for like another year and I'll be on something else. Yeah. Um, which once I thought was a bit of a hindrance, but really it's just kind of helped me. It's great. Thinking of different things. Yeah. Um, okay, well I'm going to go move on to... This other band then, who I think you're less likely to know. They're called Street Chant. I don't know this band. Fantastic. Say that again, because I don't even know what the second word was. That's how much I don't know this band. Street Chant? Street Chant. So think of West Ham, Away, and a load of fans. Owens! Owens! Sorry, listeners. That was uh, too much for my ears. (laughs) Take the levels down on the edit. So we're looking at a New Zealand indie rock band. New Zealand? Yes. We all know how much I love the New Zealanders. And we all know how I came across this band and where I was looking to related try and to find Kane somebody. Strain. Yes. <laughs> I think I just went through the related to until I found something I liked. Nice. Uh, so it's I have t- no qualms with that. No, no. It's two girls and a guy. Is it a female vocalist? It is. Okay, you're taking another box and of And do you mine. know something that's happened recently? A lot of the, um, so every Friday you kind of show people the artists that you're looking at that you feel like you might want to sign. 
and so many of them are female vocalists. So I've come away recently yeah. really just... Did, I, mean, I, mean, I don't want to like take the like um, the credit away from your colleagues. I'm sure they are very uh, intelligent and uh, talented people, but did we not predict this when we did our uh, predictions of what was going to be big in the final bit of uh, 2016? We said this is going to be the era of the female vocalist. That was our conclusion of that episode. Did we? Yeah, we did. I mean, it's certainly hitting off. Yeah. And we saw it coming. I mean, we saw many things coming, and they, yeah. they have... I'm just saying fruitful. they might have listened to tracks and they might be stealing or stuff. So. Um, it's, many, it's possible. <laughs> we have noticed a lot of people kind of stealing track stuff recently. Yeah, I know. Like, a lot of people. <laughs> I know. Literally. Design, the name, tracks for hacks or whatever that stupid charity we saw earlier was. Absolutely. Um, so we're looking at a kind of your classic indie rock band. Uh, I think when I first heard them, I thought a little bit of like the drums and Lovely. that kind of style. Who are back, um, by the way? Yeah, so I hear. Although bizarrely, seemingly, after dropping members for many, many years, they've brought them back. No, appear to be left with just one. Oh no! Because Johnny Pierce on his personal Instagram has been saying my new album. My new album cover. He must be the most difficult person to work with. Merch for my new band. It's like, or my new single. It's like, is it the drums or is it just you? He's literally just got rid of everyone now. They all hate him so much (laughs) by the sounds of it. And even when he tried to be a solo artist, his even label couldn't be asked with him. Yeah. I mean, okay, I won't... No, I'm going to say it. Although if it happens, I will accept. I don't want to interview him because he sounds difficult. But if he is I listening, really he wants to interview to. him because I love him. I know you do. But he sounds... Uh, yeah, I mean, he's a pain in the ass. I'm he sure sounds like an absolute swatter. Although he's... But... But... He might not be. I mean, of all the, like, uh, celeb crews that we would all like to be in with... Yeah. I would quite like to hang out in the... Um, Harry Styles, Nick Grimshaw, Makita Oliver, the guy from... Uh, what's the band that used to wear like smart suits and like just a buttoned up white shirt like quite British band slick back hair I don't know mate. you do know what I mean do I? yeah yeah was there two of them? yeah oh shit I do know who it is and it is oh no this is really irritating Theo he's called Theo Hutchcraft or something what band is Theo Hutchcraft in? the worst thing is I a friend recently told me that they like these. Is it begins with an H? Hurts. Hurts. Yes. Yeah. That, so uh, the the celeb gang that is Nick Grimshaw, like Makita Oliver, Theo from Hurts, uh, Simon Amstel, Harry Styles, Simon Amstel, Johnny Pierce is in that gang. Simon, they all like him. Simon Amstel like likes. Those no, he guys. doesn't really like anyone. Simon Amstel, I don't think. But no. I know that they're, he's a little bit in the gang. But anyway, it's a great gang. It's a really solid gang. Okay. The, they're up there on my list. I mean, obviously, if I could, I'd be in Taylor Swift's gang. But I would be with kind of David Mitchell, Richard Ayoad, those would people. You? And not feeling. I would, I would be very much. Um, I could see you in there. The, the butt of the joke, probably. But I would be happy to be. <laughs> They'd be so funny because they're very make much, fun of me, guys. They're over my kind of intelligence. 
No. I mean, yes. You're a very intelligent man. <laughs> yes, but have you heard them? <laughs> I love listening to them. <laughs> like, I listen to Russell Brand do this, and sometimes he's a bit of a nub. Sometimes I find him very interesting and funny and charming. And I listen to him do this new thing that's come... It's been happening for quite a few years, but basically people go on and they eat the hot wings. And then they talk and answer questions and things. And he did one recently, and I thought he was just brilliant. Like, I loved listening to him speak just because of his vocabulary, and yeah. I wish I could have that kind of vocabulary, yeah. but I do not. But me doesn't have it. <laughs> yeah. I know what you're saying. Although, having thought about all this, the, the ultimate gang, surely, is the, the, the axis that is uh, through... Oh, yes. It's Buxton. It's Cornish. Yeah. I mean, come on now. That is the three-axis triangle that we all wish to make a square. Do you reckon we could make that a good five? Yeah. Yeah. I think we've got the... Was that a tec- tectahedron or something? What's a five-sided, a five-cornered shape? It's not it's just a hexagon. It might be a hexagon. I was never good at this. Even at school, when you're meant to know these things, I, I was good at shapes like... at school, but I haven't done them for about ten years, so I've forgotten it all. But yeah, I think I think we would fit them, them guys. Yeah, well. we would fit into 100%, them like a glove. Yeah, <laughs> like a penis into a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> um, where were we? I just uh, got a hot sweat on. So, <laughs> so we were talking about street chant. Yep, and how much. How much great they are. <laughs> How much great. So I'm just going to play you a tune of theirs. It's called Pedestrian Support League. It's great. Please enjoy it. I'll try. Firstly, I just want to say somebody that it actually because we just listened to the song. Obviously, that's what we did. Of course, that's um, how this podcast works, listeners. <laughs> a little bit cribsy as well. Yeah. I think more so than maybe drums, which yeah, although could be a mistake. Uh, but we'll find out later. Yeah. Um, I thought that was a little bit cribsy, certainly near the end and stuff. I think it was uh, it was a great mix of kind of three things. I love exactly as you say. I heard cribs very early in the guitar. Um, mm. But it did have the the drums kind of like that kind of um, no strumming, yeah. That kind of uh, yeah singular notes, which I love. Um, But then I felt the vocal was quite kind of pop punk, which as uh, literally last night uh, you were once again reminded of my love for cheesy pop punk. Oh, it doesn't really ring, not ring true. Doesn't really do much for me. No, well, I really I don't mean, have a love for it. No, and you kept saying, "You know this one. This is a good one." And then I'd be like, <laughs> mm, "I know it. Not yeah. bothered." Great, absolutely great. I mean, a bit of bowling for soup. A bit of good. They played good Charlotte last night, and I lost I did my like mind that. for a little bit. I did like that. Yeah, but like all that kind of stuff, I've got a real affection for that too. And that felt like the more 
the vocals, sorry, the instrumental didn't at all feel pop punk uh, in any way, mm. but the vocal had that kind of twang that was kind of the more indie end of pop punk, which I really enjoyed, like a bit of like Jimmy Eat World or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really liked it. I liked okay. it a lot. Good. I was into it. So, come at me with your second pick. So before I'd pitched this episode to you, I, I was just listening to music kind of surfing through what new had come out this week. And there was an album by a particular artist that I'm hoping you don't know that uh, really stood out to me immediately as something that you would like. Okay. And what I'm going to term it as is Villagers meets James Blake with an understated London grammar vocal. Bloody hell. This, this is a lot for me to take. <laughs> There's a lot of levels, right? Yeah. But yeah, uh, I think musically, Villagers meets James Blake is where I would pitch it. Okay. And yeah, female vocal. And a really beautiful female vocal, but not quite as... as the nonsense that is London grammar. So the okay. artist is called Vagabond. Do you know Vagabond? No. You don't. So a new album came out last week called Infinite Worlds. Infinite Worlds. Nice name. Cool, yeah. like, little beigey pink cover. Uh, beigey pink? Just like a light pink? Do you want to see? Yeah. That's what it looks like. Are you into it? That is beigey pink. What beigey a perfect red to say. Yeah. It's a nice album cover. It's a nice album. And it's by... A very lovely artist who I think you're going to really enjoy. So I'm going to play to you uh, what I think... I don't know if it'll be your favourite, but I think it's the most representative of that uh, description I just gave. It's the second song. It's called Fear and Force. This is Vagabond. Ready, come back, I know You love for mine, but I thought I had more time So that was Vagabond with Fear and Force. Choice yeah. number two. How did you feel about that? Fucking shit. Really? No, I liked, I liked it a lot. It yeah. was, I definitely heard exactly what you're talking about for each one. I thought the beginning was quite noisy. Uh, Production-wise, there was quite a bit of fizz. I yeah. don't know if that's just these headphones being really loud. It um, could have been. I thought it was quite daughter-esque. Yeah. The, not just the vocal, but the kind of pacing of that song. Um... But I could hear the tone of the tone of the vocal was very London grammar esque. Yeah, but in, but, way but definitely more, toned down as yeah, well. Yeah. Um, so the physical tones were very very similar, but yeah, definitely kind of taken down a notch. Which, Which sometimes can, is the biggest um, problem with London grammar is yeah. that it's, it seems a little bit too big. Yeah, that's totally my objection to London grammar and like yeah. where I need it to just be like stop for a minute. Yeah. So for that, something like that for me is much more accessible yeah. than. Um, I don't know about the uh, villagers comparison, but in the rest of the album, more than that track. And, and do you know what was funny is I was thinking he said James Blake. I swear he said James Blake, and I don't know what he means by this. 
and then it kind of went and it kind yeah. of came in and I was like okay there we are um, and that that kind of I'm really in, at the moment the, I, I guess the kind of main thing I'm into which is why well, this is quite a good pick for you congrats is um, that kind of acoustic thing mixed with electronic sounds yeah. and stuff which we've I, talked about so many times and we've kind of tied it out almost but I was literally just about to say I would term it like electroacoustic. Like yeah. I don't know what that means. I've made it up, but like it is a thing. You started the genre. Yeah. And like I feel like that is that. Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm a big fan of that. Well done. And the rest of the album goes more in each of those directions. So you get some songs which are very very kind of like literally just her and an acoustic guitar, I think. And then mm. some which the production value is a ramped way up, uh, and it kind of builds that kind of big echoey kind of sound. But I think there's loads in there that you'll really love. Yeah, uh, and I'm glad that you liked that. Yeah, interesting. I'm feeling good about the first two. Congrats! Picks. Yeah, we've done really well. I gotta yeah. say, um, I'm it's almost like more... we've been playing music to each other for an entire year and uh, yeah, got to know although... each other's tastes quite well. Do you not feel like today we've somehow kind of reached into an area we haven't as much, maybe? Somewhere we I would prefer to be, maybe, in that we've kind of found new stuff for ourselves. Because everything we've talked about pretty much so far, we've not really known about at all. Yeah. And I that's think, quite interesting. And I think this is what the podcast was meant to be when we first started, and we got yeah. a bit lazy somewhere in the middle. <laughs> talked about Kanye every week. <laughs> but I think... I think what's interesting is that um, when, and I suppose it's an exercise for other people uh, who are listening to the podcast to do as well, like, we've, even today we talked about how easy it is to fall back into the things that you like. Um, What's really been an interesting exercise for me, certainly, in this episode is to uh, know the kind of things that you're into and search out that kind of stuff, but like, there's no way I would have played anything today that I didn't really like too. And I don't think I've ever played anything on this podcast that I didn't really like. Funny so like, enough, the, the, all the stuff I've picked has really come down from me and me liking it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because like, like, I'm not going to say, like, I'm not going to find something like, well, Harry would like this, but I think it's shit. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't happen. Which but, is why after yeah. every pick so far, we've both gone, yeah, it's good. Yeah, nice. <laughs> nice change. Well done, nice. Um, so my third and final pick of episode 50, the huge moment for tracks. And I'm going for, oh no, I just had that. You know, I was like really like confident, blah, blah, blah. And then I just thought, oh no, what if he knows this? <laughs> <laughs> have you, I'm going to play it anyway because I haven't got any other picks, but have you ever heard of Phaser Days? Phaser Daiser? No. Yes. Phaser Days. Phaser Days. Yeah. I, I didn't, uh, at the end, <laughs> yeah. and I liked it. Phaser Daiser. <laughs> Phaser Daiser. No, I haven't. Oh, Phaser Days, yes. Um, okay, this, this is another female vocalist. Okay. Um, do you know what? I can't even remember what they're like. I I I was looking around the kind of Kane Strang, Jason, which you played recently yeah. on the podcast, looking around that area because I've actually looked around that kind of thing quite recently. Yeah, and I was very yeah, yeah yeah. I was very much a fan of this. Uh, the song I'm going to play is Jennifer, which is her like most listened to track. Okay. I have listened to like the top five or six, and I really like them. But this one kind of stuck with me a little. Which says a lot. I, mean, I don't know if it's just... I'd like to one day listen to all the songs without the number next to them. Yeah. And see if the biggest one, or the one I like the most, is the one with the biggest number. It's funny, isn't it? Because it, it 
although you never kind of deliberately allow it to, you always have that kind of influence of like um, when you when you see that it's like this one must be the best one. Yeah. So if I don't think it's the best one, then am I wrong? Yeah. And then sometimes you listen to an album, it's like I like the one that's got two thousand plays. Like yeah. am I weird for liking that? But you've kind of but just got to go agree. with it. Like when it's uh, especially when it's somebody new. Yeah, because everyone goes to the top five and will hit the top like two first, won't they? Yeah. Although I suppose it's kind of partly uh, the the logic behind that is obvious in that if everyone goes, say you you're an unknown artist and you've got three songs, one's got a hundred plays, one's got ten plays, and one's got five plays. Yeah. If everyone comes and thinks, okay, the one with the hundred plays must have the most, then that's going to stay the that must be the best. Yeah. If, then gonna that's going to stay the that. top one forever. Uh, yeah. Despite of whether it's the best or not. Yeah, which is what happens with a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, it's um, good to dig. Absolutely. And I definitely were with these guys, and I'm really glad you haven't heard of them. 2014, I think, an EP came out. In fact, that might be it. No, there's a single this year, Lucky Girl, and I'll show you that in the future, not today, though. Okay. Um, so, the song I'm going to show you is Jennifer. Should we give it a listen? Yes. I actually played you two songs there. You did? Um, I recognised that they were not the same song. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a You're mark s- from me. You sounded like Awardy then. I've listened to so much of him recently that he's sarky as shit. <laughs> um, so I, I showed you Jennifer and then I showed you Lucky Girl, which I did mention. Uh, as I was playing Jennifer, I was thinking, this is a good song. Yep. But it's actually not the one I really wanted to show you. And Lucky Girl was... But then that also kind of made me think that whole spiel we had before about the better song being the one with more. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Although this one has come out in 2017, so it's very recent. Sorry, which one did Jennifer Lucky, Lucky Girl, Girl came out, the one I played you second. Okay. Um, should I... It'll be too late now, but should I play it in the, in the cut? Let's do both, because uh, I liked them both and for different reasons. I okay, think. so what you would have heard back there was... The first song, Jennifer, and the second song being Lucky Girl. I mean, what I, what I heard in both, which is something that I'm really, really into, as you know, is, uh, do you remember Tough Love? The first, yes. one of the first bands we went to see at Great Escape this year. Yeah. Uh, just up the road at the Bright Helm Centre. Uh, I heard absolutely that kind of, uh, very relaxed, very natural female vocal delivery, which... You know I'm a sucker for. Yeah. Like, I just... I could pick almost anything with a female vocal as long as it was a good vocal. I'm a ladies' man. What can I say? Uh, but I... Yeah, I love that stuff. Um, first song, 
because of the amount of Prosecco you've plied me with, we've listened to a song between the first song and now, so I'm struggling to remember what exactly it was that I really liked about it, but I was sat here nodding along thinking, this is really great. Um, yeah, it was that kind of... It reminded me of something like um, early 2000s, kind of. It had like... Like these kind of, I liked um, the layering layering of it because there was something yeah. very acoustic about it, and then you had the kind of like almost like bloody Moby kind of like yeah, like a bit of, again uh, electroacoustic. Maybe that's what we're that's what we're going the for theme this of year. this episode. Um, yeah, and then the second one, I think uh, you alluded to it earlier with another song, uh, but we're going to talk about it here now. Uh, drums. I mean, dang, 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 yeah. yeah, that kind of quick. And it's what I I tried to talk about with uh, Howl, who spoiled Guys Jeeves as well. That kind of jauntiness to something. Yeah, I like that angular nature to things. I like it when it um, sometimes things can feel too smooth to me, and it kind of is a put off. I like that a little bit of um, yeah. Okay disjointed nature to it. I really liked that. And um, I'm sorry I'm not being more articulate. That's like great. I say, you've, it's you've our anniversary. Yes, that's enough for me. Yeah, it's gone well. You've done three out, three, three out of three. You've killed it. I'm I'm genuinely not only impressed, but I feel quite touched by the fact that you knew how to find three acts that I hadn't heard of, plus Cabbage. Me too, but let's see what you've got third. Because I swear My, you said there's one. No, in... the third one is a real wild card, and I'm gonna I'm gonna prefix it okay. uh, with what I set out to achieve with my three picks. So, um, and what I thought I wanted to tick off was okay. So I had three songs, and I had three very basic inspirations. Song number one, I wanted something chancy, something hip hoppy, but like quite laid back hip hop because I know that's your thing. Very much so. Song number two, I was going for James Blake, Bon Iver type vibe. Song number three, I thought, I've really neglected the fact that he does still like guitar music, and he likes psyche guitar music in particular. I wanted to find something that was a bit tame in parlor, a bit kind of King Gizzard, that kind of thing. And that was the one I found really, really difficult to find something that you don't already know, mm. but will like. So I've taken a punt on it, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this out there now that I'm not even sure that I like this yet. Really? I think I do. Okay. But maybe I don't, and maybe we don't. But I hope you know that even if I've uh, misstepped with this one. My intentions were good. I wanted to they cover. True. I wanted to cover all the basics. Uh, and as our dear friend uh, Jake of Jake and Amir would say, it's the pure heart rule. My heart was pure when I set out on this quest. And even if I failed a little bit, potentially, maybe I didn't. But even if I did, uh, I really wanted to find you some something Indian psyche that you would also like. Okay. So the. Act I've gone for are called Iffy Orbit. Do you know them? I can categorically tell you that they're my favourite band in the world. I mean, you're maybe the only person who is because their top play are weird. They've got a backwards order, actually. I've just right. clocked. So their number one song on Spotify 
has 3,635 players. Second has 34,367. And third has 41,471. And that's all the songs they have. Okay. And I'm going to play... By the way, no, I don't know them. And I'm going to play the one slap bang in the middle. It's called In Balance. And I'm going to really hope you like it. And if you don't, then just know that it marks Tame Impala out as being so unique. Because there's no one else who's good at what they do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is Iffy Orbit. Great. And this is In Balance. So there we have it. Three out of three. Both of us, I think, if we can conclude one thing from this episode is that a year of playing each other music has paid off. We know each other at this stage. Well done, And what a beautiful thing that is, and I hope you listeners know each other and us more because of X. Uh, I don't think there's that much more to say. Is there anything else you want to say? Any reflections on the year? Reflections on the year. Um, no, I think the biggest thing is that getting a year through already seemed like something that couldn't happen at the very beginning. Yeah. So now I'm excited to know that the second year is going to happen and this is going to keep going. It will never stop. Have you ever thought about it stopping? Um, when we were in the very... When we were kind of at the very beginning... When we were like, right, six months in, then we'll have like a talk and see whether it's all worth doing or whatever. Yeah. And then we got six months in and that talk never happened. No, I think we, it, we got it just became so automatic. That yeah, we, we just every week would be like, right, when are we recording? Yeah. Let me do it. I think recently we've had more talks of how we can make it better, what we can do. I think the biggest thing to take away from all of this is that we, we are learning constantly as yeah. we go. And the ambition is growing, I think. The ambition is definitely growing, so especially since after Christmas. And yeah. going into the new year with new kind of doors opening and things, I think uh, the yeah, new become burglars. Holds, <laughs> new doors and windows are opening. <laughs> they're a lot easier to get into. Got a new toaster. Really quite good. Um, yeah, there's. That, I, I feel like there's going to be a lot to come this year. Yeah. And I'm excited to see where it goes. Yeah. Absolutely. There's no, there's no question of this carrying on. And... Uh, Increasingly, it becomes my kind of. Um, you know, sadly, we both have to do other jobs. We both have to live other lives away from tracks. But it uh, increasingly over the years become more and more uh, not only my kind of key ambition, but my key kind of um, like constant. Within my life, I live quite a transient life in many, many ways. In a in a social way, in a professional way, in a you know, in every way, kind of a lot of things change. A lot of things are kind of hard to hold on to for a long period of time. But tracks is always there, and that's been a beautiful thing for me, and a really uh, stabilizing and important and uh, sobering thing for me. And it's yeah, yeah, I. 
obviously what we really do this for is for you listeners and we want you to enjoy it every single week but also know that we do this and we get a huge amount out of it ourselves and it's really important within our lives and we love doing it we do and before we literally sob down the microphone uh, <laughs> let's wrap this up and say this has been a year of Brighton's premier music podcast your new favourite podcast as we used to call it <laughs> I have consistently for a year now been Tim and I have and forever will be Harry yeah and you have been our lovely listeners and we love you so much for it um whether you were a day one and you turned up and you heard our scratchy audio and we used to share a mic and we were videoing ourselves and we didn't know what we were doing and we were really 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 awkward and difficult to listen to or whether you just turned up last week or this week and all those things are still apparent but there's no video (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly Uh, either way we fucking love you we fucking do you're you're the best Uh, do you have a exit song in mind for this episode I've never seen such a manic head shake so what I'm going to propose is that uh, because this feels so significant and so important and such a beautiful moment for us and I think a moment where I have zero doubt that we will step away from these microphones and hold each other in the sweetest of embraces for maybe 45 minutes I don't know if I'll let go of you Fair enough. It's quite a long time. It's a yeah. whole half yeah. of a football game. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I would like to propose that we finish this 50th episode with the first song we ever played on tracks. Right. Do you know who went first? Um, I, I always thought I did, but come, it was, if it was the first one, you were more confident, so I think you... Yeah, we did the... Do you remember we did the like backwards and forwards? Uh, yeah. I'm going to do an intro, you do an intro, I'll do an intro, you do an intro. And yeah. suddenly I became the person who had to do intros. Yeah, because I think I did the very first one on video. Yeah. And the one on the one that no one's ever seen, the eight-minute-long one. Yeah, yeah. Which is and still was private on our awful. YouTube account. Yeah, well, I, we've always said one day that will go out. Yeah, no, um, it won't. It, it will. Until we're billionaires, that will not go out. Yeah, until we can just fall back on the fact that, yeah, we were shit once, but now we're fucking... Now we've got the state of us. <laughs> um, yeah, it was yours. Okay. So your first old pick. My first old pick... Which was uh, actually, in some ways, lyrically quite poignant. Yeah. Poignant, yeah, and perfect. Uh, it was Little Walter. It was up the line, which we're going up the line. Yeah. If I stay another day, it's going to drive me out of my mind. I think what it talks about is wanting uh, something better from your life and wanting to aspire to greater things. And I think. Uh, Prior to tracks, we both wanted a lot more, and in various different ways, this podcast has brought us more, whether it's literally just doing this every week, or the opportunities it has brought for us. Uh, also, the millions of more pounds that I have. Yeah, I mean... From all of the sponsorships. We are cash rich, <laughs> but also uh, morally poor. <laughs> No, we have no money. No. But, um, <laughs> yeah, we have from... our morals. We are the exact opposite of that. Anyway, you drink your Stella Artois, and uh, I'll look at my Apple Watch. Yes. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> 50 grand in the bank. <laughs> uh, the point is, 
It's been literally uh, one of... Literally. For so many reasons, it's been one of the worst years of my life. But because of tracks, it's been one of the best years of my life. I've loved every second of doing this. And I will love every second of doing the next year. For me, I would say it's been one of the most frustrating years of my life. And one of the best years of my life. 2006, well, yeah. Ups and downs, listeners. That's what you need to know. But the point is, I wouldn't change a second of doing this podcast for the world. And I will not allow there to be a circumstance where we do not keep doing this for another year. Allow it, man. Allow it. I love it. I love you. I love tracks. It's where my heart is. And it always will be. Uh, I love you. I love this. And I love you, Harry. I love you too, Tim. Happy anniversary, man. Happy anniversary. (laughs) (laughs) Not finishing. So it's Little Water he's going to take us out. Up the line. See you next week. See you next week for episode 51. Bye. And that was Ben saying bye. (laughs) (laughs) See you later, guys. Tara. Drive my love away. I'm good now. Good night.